It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute episode 606. In today's episode, LVMH scoops up Tiffany for $16.2 billion, B of the B, billion of the B. Wow. Like John says, <laughs> dollars. <laughs> Iconic luxury jewelry brand Tiffany was founded in New York in 1837 and cemented itself as an authoritative figure in luxury jewels in the centuries that followed. But as times changed, the brand struggled with growth and relevancy. I think you guys can probably guess where this is going. Parisian conglomerate LVMH will acquire Tiffany for $135 per share in cash in a transaction with an equity value of 14.7 euros or 16 point billion with a B dollars. LVMH notes that, quote, the acquisition of Tiffany will strengthen LVMH's position in jewelry and further increase its presence in the United States, end quote. It said it would also, quote, transform LVMH's watches and jewelry division and complement LVMH's 75 distinguished houses, end quote. The move also marks the biggest luxury brand acquisition ever and adds to the firm's existing portfolio, which includes Louis Vuitton, Sephora, Christian Dior, Fendi, Givenchy, and watchmaker Tag Hoya. So the acquisition aligns perfectly. The acquisition had been in negotiation since October when Bernard Arnault's initial offer of $120 per share was considered too low. LVMH hopes that it can bring back the sparkle to Tiffany that has dimmed in recent years. The 182-year-old American jeweler that once enjoyed iconic status thanks to its light blue branding and association with the classic movie Breakfast at Tiffany's is now struggling to entice young shoppers and adapt to changes in the spending habits of consumers. Tiffany's U.S. sales had been stagnating as China's slowing economy has weighed on spending by Chinese tourists who make up a substantial portion of luxury spending. The strong dollar has also made Tiffany products more expensive for consumers outside the U.S. But Tiffany says that China's sales in the mainland continue to be strong. To maintain this momentum, Tiffany is either opening or upgrading its flagship stores in three key metropolitan areas, Beijing, Shanghai, and Hong Kong. It's also going after the Chinese online shopper. Tiffany launched a Chinese e-commerce site in August. The deal is expected to close in the middle of 2020 and is subject to customary closing conditions, of course, including approval from Tiffany shareholders and regulators. Wow. <laughs> this whole luxury brand thing is, it's something that people like you and I kind of look at from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just money that that's just kind of makes your head spin. I don't know. They're all just like kind of blending into one. I feel like. Yeah. That's a lot of consolidation. It sounds like LVMH owns most of the luxury brands in the world like how does that even work i know it doesn't make sense to me do you think that the current sort of high fashion stuff is gonna go out of style and i mean by the millennials is really bad word but um the younger sort of generation is like changing their minds of what they're buying and how Sort of writing that like fast fashion stuff, you know, they're changing how they shop and what they do to fashion and, you know, a lot more old school stuff is coming back. All right. That's a great, that, that is a great angle that I hadn't thought of. Brittany, uh, let's hear your take. All right. I'll give you the take. So basically 
personally, I find a hot couture, which is high fashion, to be interesting. And that's it. Like, I think it's very interesting. I respect the designers. But at this point, we're all in debt. We are literally all in debt. So it's like the idea of spending a ton of money to literally anybody from millennial down, it's just not realistic. It's like we can't even buy houses. We can't buy anything, let alone a $2,400 purse, you know? So it's definitely dwindling. And I actually, when we were talking about Tiffany, when I was researching, that point actually did come up a lot. Um, just like shifting interests, the the interest in sustainability over everything. Like if a Dior shirt is thrifted, that's how these companies will stay in business, I guess. Like just like- or, or stay brand relevant. Or, yeah, only, only if it's kind of, you know, passed down the line. Yeah. Right. I mean, not in the same sort of play, but if you look at um, Nike trying to do, yeah. it was Nike or Adidas that were just did a recycle sneaker, right? Um, yeah, Adidas, I think, did that. Adidas just did that, right? But all that is happening. So I think that the smaller brands, I think a lot more people are sort of triggered by them, not the big mm-hmm. old school sort of brands. So it's it. we'll see what the next few years look like, but I have a feeling that, I mean, I could be wrong, that high fashion, I mean, high fashion is going to, you know, try to, couture is going to try to battle their, their ground completely and, and stick to it, but I think that's going to change. I think also, in my opinion, what these high fashion retailers are going to luck out in is accessories. Yeah. Like accessory trends are so big in high fashion because everyone wants a little taste of it, but no one could actually afford that life. So everybody buys a Gucci belt. You can buy you can buy a, a hundred and fifty Gucci yeah. belt or a four hundred dollar purse, but yeah. you're not going to buy the thousand dollar dress. To right. Sell. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's how it like stays in the minds of young consumers. Okay. So that, that is great points you guys made there. And I'll just take the other side of it. Um, 1% still going to be rich. So there's, <laughs> there is a percentage of people that will still buy all this stuff. And also we still have to take into consideration the Chinese consumer, which will probably boost the bottom lines of these luxury brands for a few years to come, unless the Chinese economy bottoms out and then, We'll be talking, you know, basically apples to apples where it's the same, you know, Chinese consumer suddenly becomes very thrift minded. You have to realize that the Chinese economy and what they've gone through in the last 20 years, all this, a lot of this stuff is still new, you know, and it's like new money, new fashion, new, new, new. I think that's, that's going to, you know, fade out a little bit, but like I said, uh, 1% still going to have all the money. And um, I think the Asian market and the European market will still boost the bottom lines of these luxury brands for some time to come. I mean, I haven't been to Dubai recently, but I think there's a lot of people who <laughs> spend a lot of money. <laughs> At least that's what I heard. <laughs> I also kind of want to make another point that I do think we're talking about all these luxury retailers, but I do think Tiffany's out of all of them is 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 different because the iconicness and classicness of Tiffany, I to me like outweighs like the iconicness of like Chanel, for example. Like okay. people like me still kind of do want a Tiffany engagement ring. I do. I just do. I want that blue box. Like I don't know why because I'm not interested in really anything else high fashion. And I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself, but Tiffany in particular really has that hold on like 
the fantasy. It's okay. Really so it's the, the, the brand still holds cachet because I was kind of looking at it the other way because again, I don't know anything about jewelry. I know, I know about branding, but uh, sometimes these brands we've mentioned in other podcasts where they become, what did we say about, uh, you know, we were talking about champion and Adidas and Nike. It's like everything goes through cycles and it sounded to me like Tiffany was going through a cycle where it's like, eh, it's old, it's cliche, it's dusty. It's what your grandmother would wear. But what you're saying is, is still that cachet of the blue box still holds true. Still holds yeah. true. Yeah, truly. Because like, even in like newer movies, like they, the girl still wants that blue box. And I don't think that's like super out of touch because it's been so ingrained in us that like, that is like the like top tier of an engagement ring that you can have. And so I still kind of like look at my boyfriend and I'm like, hmm, can you, can you do it? Can He's you like, where can I go buy a blue box? <laughs> yeah, true. Pretty like, much. Honestly, that's, honestly. All you, that's all you care about Truly. is the blue box with a white ribbon. That's all you, because you could put anything in the it. The T is I wouldn't know the difference. Brittany, correct. <laughs> Brittany, just remember yeah. every kiss begins with K. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, he, he went to Jared. I to hate Jared. Steven Singer. Yeah. Bart went to Steven Singer. <laughs> I hate Steven Singer. Uh, I don't know how that guy can still use that tagline. I hate Steven Singer, but it seems to work. I know. I hate StevenSingers.com. It. it makes me actually hate it. No, it's good. <laughs> I'm right with around. you, Brittany. I'm like, I like, I'm like whenever I, I see that. a sign, I hit Although, at it. Although he had, um, John, did you see on the on 95, they had the, I hate Steven Singer. And it was like by Tiffany. Oh, it was a Tiffany. No, that color. I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> he was he was playing that one. All right, Brittany, why don't you tell us about our sponsor? So Sumo Heavy publishes a weekly newsletter. For those of you who didn't know, it's filled with our latest blog posts, e-commerce news, tips, as well as e-commerce events and job listings, which is pretty cool. We've also got a great feature called our latest obsession, which is our one favorite thing we found on the internet that week. Sometimes we get a little crazy. Each jam-packed email drops bright and early at 8 a.m. every single Friday morning, so don't get left out. Go right now to bit.ly slash sumo heavy newsletter. Once you're there, you can subscribe, and you can also read all of our past issues, too. So go right now to bit.ly slash sumo heavy newsletter. We also do some pretty cool opinion pieces on Medium. Um, I actually author a lot of them. Uh, My latest one is The High Cost of Fast Fashion, and I'm really proud of it. So go check that out too. Check that out. That's a great article. Uh, what was that? Like 17,000 words on fast fashion. I mean, you yeah. were, you're pretty, uh, you had some, definitely some opinions there. So go check that out. That's on medium, but also go check out our newsletter, bit.ly slash sumo heavy newsletter, subscribe, check out the old episodes, go check it out. And we'll close up a little stat time. Tiffany had sales of $4.4 billion in 2018, an increase of nearly 7% over 2017, according to AP News. On the day of the deal, Tiffany's stock closed up more than 6% in New York, while LVMH rose 2% in Paris, also courtesy of AP News. Overall, U.S. luxury sales, excluding jewelry, have fallen 2.7% so far this year, compared to a 3.1% increase in overall retail sales, according to MasterCard Spending Pulse which tracks sales across all types of payments, including cash and checks. Also, courtesy of AP News. And finally, jewelry sales, however, have risen 2.6% so far this year. So either a lot of people are getting married or a lot of people did some bad things. And are- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Lots of people did some bad things. Lots of people did some bad things. Well, there's only two reasons you buy jewelry: because uh, you did some, you did a bad thing, or you're getting married. That's Sometimes the, the two are are there's a blur between the two. So you know, depends on your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm not married. All right, you guys get anything else? <laughs> no. Nope. All right, that's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>